Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Gay With God podcast, a safe place for us to share our stories and support one another. How long did we know? What challenges did we face? Did we lose our faith? When did we find our way back home? Or are we still searching? The stories you hear on this podcast will melt your heart and strengthen your belief that in God, all things are possible and you can be authentically gay with the God of your understanding. I'm your host, Midge Noble, and I am very honored that you are here. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gay With God podcast. I'm so glad that you're with me and that you are enjoying what you're hearing. Thank you for your comments. I always appreciate hearing from my listeners. So today we're going to talk about inner pride. So we've talked about inner homophobia, where we continue to give ourselves a hassle for the things that we had been taught and that we ingrained inside of our soul, so to speak. And today we're going to talk about the inner pride, because once you get through the coming out process, once you tell people that you are gay or lesbian or pansexual or bisexual, wherever you identify on the spectrum, the thing is that inner pride takes a little time. It takes time because we have to adjust ourselves to the new us, the claiming of our authenticity. And when we do that, when we can find that place of inner pride, where we are proud to be a person that has come through such a tough journey, we're proud to be a person that we're now learning that God approves of because God created us and God's creation is good. When we come through all of that and we've come out to people and we've been accepted by churches, not all, but most churches are starting to at least have a conversation. So those churches that have had the conversation, who have maybe split over the conversation and were left with a group of people who are affirming and loving and willing to be there and support us, All of that continues to bring that inner awareness that we can be proud of the creation that we are. We can be proud that we are a beloved of the God of our understanding. So what does that feel like? It feels, for me, it feels like a sense of peace. It feels like the calm in the storm that I can stand in the bigotry And not that I'm unaffected by it, not at all, but I don't get triggered about me being wrong. Yeah, it's like before, if I was feeling pretty particularly good about myself, and then something were to happen with a lawsuit against a gay person or somebody not making a wedding cake for us or somebody not allowing us to sit in their restaurant or someone not allowing us to be served by them for through health care those triggers that happen would have sent me into this doubting phase i maybe i'm not a beloved of god maybe they're right maybe i'm wrong And I'm not saying that those thoughts might not pop in every once in a while, because once you're so ingrained for 30 years of doing it, (laughs) it takes a while. But now that trigger, even though it may trigger me to have a feeling, it does not trigger me to doubt the way I used to doubt. 
I want to talk today about an experience I had just last night. <laughs> you guys are really, on the Mondays that I post this, you know, sometimes it's something that just happened last night, <laughs> and this is one of those times. <laughs> there, is a, there is a show, a grassroots series called The Chosen. Don't know if you've seen it. You've probably avoided it because it's actually about Jesus. <laughs> but those of you who have come through your journey of coming out and you're reclaiming your faith, you might have seen this. You can get an app called The Chosen. You can watch it for free. There's also the opportunity to be a part of you know, paying it forward for people to, to see it for free. Um, and it's a really good depiction of a loving, kind Jesus. A Jesus that saw Mary for who she was, even though she had a lot of problems. And a Jesus that is willing to be with people who are maligned, who are marginalized. Now, in the Bible, it might say that he sat down with sinners. And that that is just one of those ways that, you know, if you weren't of that particular faith, then you're probably called a sinner. But now we know that there are lots of different versions of God's love and that we are not here to preach a denomination. We are here to preach love. So when you get to see the chosen, or if you choose to do that, it really does have some really good foundations of love in it. Now, because the Bible is flawed and because not everything was done exactly the way it was written, there are going to be things in there that they're taking very literally and may not literally have been done and might have been more of a metaphor or a parable. However, it's still a really good show and I've liked it very much. A few days ago, I heard that there was a problem that some kind of rainbow flag was involved and the chosen was involved and there was going to be a video put out by the producer Dallas Jenkins and he was going to explain things. So this is how this went down. They're a very open production and so they're always sharing their videos and snippets and talking about the show and they'll do videos from time to time about the backstory or the production or where they're at in the series and one of these videos that went out had some sort of an image of a pride flag in the background as it turns out it was actually a sticker a pride flag sticker that was on a crew members equipment and nobody caught it when they were editing and looking because it was a very small, like three inch rainbow little sticker on somebody's equipment and nobody caught it until somebody did. And you can only imagine. So the chosen people went crazy, the ones that were watching it and memes were going out about how now Dallas Jenkins, the producer and owner of this company is uh, waving pride flags and they photoshopped things and they did a lot of really nasty posts and inflammatory posts, which just ignited the, the religious base, basically. So then last night, there was another live stream that was going to go out to answer specific questions and to go over this one more time to explain to people about production and what practices that Dallas has for hiring staff as far as actors or production crew members. And he's very clear about that. He does not hire because of gender, race, 
or beliefs, he hires people who can do quality work and make this production the best that it can possibly be. So there are people in his cast and on his production crews that may have different beliefs about who they pull for for sports or who their political candidate is or whether or not they're gay or straight or somewhere on the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. He doesn't care about people's personal lives as far as hiring goes. I know he cares about his staff and he cares about his actors and actresses, but he is not caught up in, oh, I'm doing The Chosen and so I can only have Christians on my production crew or in my cast. That is not what he's about. And I respect that. And so... I understood what he was saying, but then as he continued to answer questions, it became clear to me that it continued to sound as if he really didn't have any belief that you could be gay with God. And so I sat with it. I was disturbed by a lot of the comments that were in the chat that evening. Um, I was very upset that he didn't just come out and say that he does support his LGBTQIA plus actors or crew members, he actually made a statement that was different from that. So I decided that I was going to make a response. Now, I don't always make responses to posts that I don't think that I can do anything about. If my words are going to fall on deaf ears, sometimes I don't do it. However, I really felt that I had a right to speak up and I wanted to speak up. I didn't want it to get into a war. I didn't want to try to necessarily convince anybody of anything because that was not what this format was about. And I didn't even know if my response would even be seen. But I did make some responses about being gay with God and knowing that I was beloved by God in the chat. And I didn't get any pushback. So I don't know if anybody saw it or didn't see it because they streamed through pretty quickly. But then this morning, I was still bugged by it. It still triggered me that there was an air of judgment that I felt. And that could have best been on my part because Dallas was being as open and transparent as he possibly could. And he is a very strong Christian. So this morning, I still wasn't done with the conversations that I'd heard last night. And so I made the decision to write Dallas. Now, whether or not he's ever going to get this, I have no idea. But this is how I handled my concerns and how I stated them back to him. Good morning, Dallas. I saw your video regarding the Pride sticker and I watched the live stream last night. I love the Chosen and how loving and affirming Jesus is portrayed. I also love that you are open to hiring qualified people to work openly and authentically. I grew up with a hellfire and brimstone preaching grandfather, and my paternal uncle was a preacher. I was taught in youth group homosexuality was like having sex with animals. Not true, by the way. Fearing hell and eternal damnation, I lived a lie for 30 years. I was suicidal and depressed most of my life until I died the day I accepted that I was born gay and was reborn into my authentic sexuality. I love that I was created to be me, and that includes embracing the truth that I am a lesbian. The comments in the chat on the live stream were clear that your target audience is full of people who were probably raised to believe that I am an abomination. It saddens me that fear stops people from digging 
into the original Greek and historical context to see that same-sex loving relationships are not what is condemned in the Bible and that the Bible itself is riddled with issues because of faulty translations and the politics of the time. I write this to you because it took me so long to get back to church because of the religious and societal bigotry. The Chosen was just starting when the Holy Spirit started nudging me back to a relationship with God. I watched everything, every episode, every live stream, and I bawled when Jesus called Mary by name. I knew God did not see me as an abomination because I am God's creation, and God's creation is good. I know words matter, and so does the emissions of words. Once again last night, I felt judged, not saying you directly judged me, by some of the comments in the chat and by what you didn't say. I don't presume to know your faith. It felt like you take the Bible literally and may believe I'm going to hell because you said you don't celebrate pride. Back in the day, well-meaning Christians would tell me, I hate the sin, but I love the sinner. Not a Jesus moment. Dallas, I respect what you are doing, and you, your cast, and your crew are doing phenomenal work. Just know that this gay person felt Jesus' love portrayed in The Chosen, and I made it back to church. I was confirmed an Episcopalian on February 9, 2020. I needed you to know that I am gay with the God of my understanding, and God is okay with God's creation. I pray for continued success for you and the chosen, and I pray for the day that all Christians can one day stop fearing the beautiful diversity of God's creation. Namaste, Dallas. Midge Noble. Gay with God Resiliency Coach, Gay with God Podcaster, Author, Speaker, And my release of my memoir, Gay with God, Reclaiming My Faith, Honoring My Story, is October 2023. So did I need to say all that? Probably not. But I wanted him to know that I am not just a gay person sitting on the sidelines, that I'm doing the work. I'm out there fulfilling my ministry. Not that everybody is called to be a podcaster. Not everybody's called to be a speaker or a coach. Not everybody is called to do anything that is not aligned with their authentic path. This is my path. This is what I do. And so to sit back and know that there was a moment that Dallas might have not known that he was talking to somebody who's been on such a long journey and that his inability for whatever reason to support us in that way, to show up for pride, to understand that there is a different way to look at this and that gay people can be Christian and gay people can be in a relationship with the God of their understanding without going to hell. I just couldn't not say it. But we do have the right to either speak up or to be silent. And when do we know when to do it? I think we need to really kind of pause before each time. I didn't write that directly last night I waited until this morning because I slept on it and it was still resonating with me so I knew there was something I needed to say so then I needed to figure out what it was and how did I want it to land and what did I want to to say and in which way do I want to say it because before I would have gotten probably a little bit more aggressive and I would have said some things that 
were probably not even true, but something that I was feeling, and I wanted to make sure that the feelings had something to back them up. It's all about balance, really. Safety and balance, I would say. We have to make sure that we're safe to speak out and speak up. We need to make sure that we have some support for ourselves if it doesn't go well. And we need to balance that with will it really make an impact or not? And even if it's not going to make an impact, if you still feel led to say it, maybe there's a really different purpose that God has for that, for you to put it out there. But the balance would be that I can't speak up to every little thing, but when I feel like there's something I have to say about it, whether it changes it or not, it might plant a seed. It might grow over time. It might be for someone else and not Dallas. It could have been because of we did this podcast and I said something about it and now somebody else has a path that is opening up for them and that they need to take a path. Whatever the thing is, whatever the trigger is that you feel like you need to talk back or bring up a point, take a pause. Listen completely to what the other person has said and then see what doesn't resonate with you and what you might need to offer to the conversation. And I hope, above all hope, that we really do see a day where the religious community can step out of their fear and really start to look at why we are saying that the Bible has been mistranslated, that the whole target audience of this abomination thing was not toward same-sex loving couples. It was toward people who were raping people. It was about disrespecting another person, treating them lower than cow's bellies. And that's why laying down with a man is so derogatory because that is similar to, to dominating sex over women. So we don't need to fight every fight, but we do need to have the balance of when can I speak up and be visible? When can I use my words? When can I use my LGBTQIA colors? When can I show people that that they can be proud of their orientation and they can be proud of who they were created to be? There was a great meme on Facebook the other day that talked about that they don't wear their colors for themselves. They wear those colors during Pride Month and beyond, really, um, to show the person in their neighborhood that they're a safe house, to show some kid that is looking at a dress that you are a safe person and you're not judging them. When somebody sees the Pride colors on us, there's there's home, that feeling of home. I can be with you because I know that you're one of me, that we are in this together. And so that's why I wear my colors, not only to let other people know that I am a safe place for them, but also that our community can find each other, really, <laughs> because there are, there are times that you really don't know if you're out there by yourself. And every once in a while, you see someone that's either an ally or someone that's in the community themselves and that you have a safe harbor there. And the more we wear our colors and the more we speak up and we have decent, loving conversations with people, we start to build community even where we didn't think community could be built. So I wanted Dallas to have my perspective. I wanted my voice to be heard. 
and I have no control over whether it was, is, or will be. But I felt complete after I said what I said. And yes, I said it. And I stand beside it. And I want that for you as well. Take a moment today to figure out what your triggers are, what really gets you hot under the collar, what really bugs you about your neighborhood, your community, your state, whatever's happening politically. What are your triggers? And then if you can take a pause and feel the trigger, figure out what part of you may still need to be healed. Because we don't usually get triggered over things we've worked through and moved past we may still feel like I said a feeling about it because it's coming up again but it's not the same as an unhealed trigger a healed trigger will still want to advocate and still not like hearing it and wonder when Lord when will this be over but it's not the same as going back and reverting back to doubting yourself or feeling suicidal so what what brings up those feelings of inner homophobia doubt or some kind of trigger that really makes you feel like you're not good enough or not Christian enough find those and then make sure that you go to your support system or find a support system a coach or a therapist or whoever you need to work with that can help you unpack that and be that safe harbor for you we all need it from time to time and I hope that you'll invest your time in yourself today. Thank you, everybody, for sharing this time with me. And if you would like more information about me, my coaching business, or any of the other things I'm doing, go to the show page at empoweredmidge.podbean.com, and you can see any notes about this podcast. You can also go directly to my website, gaywithgod.com, and you can see everything that I'm doing, and you can link up with me. Check out the Facebook group that I'm running, Gay With God, where we do a monthly group entitled My Faith Journey, and that group is actually meeting tonight at 6.30, so if you are able to jump online and ask to join the Gay With God group, answer all the questions so that I can let you come on the inside, and that's where you can find the Zoom link for tonight's Faith Journey group at 6.30. I also have my monthly Ask Me Anything coming back up in July. Stay tuned to the Gay With God Facebook group or my personal Facebook page, Midge Noble, because I'm going to have to change that date because I'll be at the Wild Goose Festival um, that week. And on that Thursday, I'll just be getting to the festival and getting things set up because on July 14th at 10 o'clock in the morning, I'll be doing a live taping of this Gay With God podcast. So that's exciting. And so um, you'll be able to hear the live taping after um, they send me the link at some point. So I'll be posting that. I am also on track to have my production of the memoir, Gay With God, Reclaiming My Faith, Honoring My Story, uh, on time, set to release in October 2023, and it might even be coming out a tad bit early, but I don't know. So stay tuned to all of that, and if you are in a place somewhere close to the state of North Carolina, I would love for you to consider hosting a book launch party for me, or a speaking engagement, either at your church or with a group of your friends or whatever you are doing that would be able to bring community together if you know of some 
free spots where we can have a book launch. I would love to come to your community and do that with you. Or we could set something up on Zoom. So reach out to me at empoweredmidge at gmail.com and let me know. Let's get together come October and launch this thing. I appreciate each of you, and if you are listening to this podcast and are questioning whether you can be gay and be in a relationship with the God of your understanding, if you identify as LGBTQIA+, are not even sure if you are gay, God has always been within you. Even when you didn't know it, you have always been gay with God. Thank you, everybody. Stay tuned to see how you can join the Gay With God community, and as always, you are loved. I want to invite you to become a part of the Gay With God community. How can you do that? Stay connected by messaging me your thoughts and comments in the comment section under the downloads of the show on the Gay With God show page. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and share, share, share so we can increase our community outreach and be a light to those who are struggling to claim their faith. Consider being a sponsor so I can highlight your service in our community. We are all worthy of respect and a relationship with the God of our understanding. I want to thank you in advance for supporting this podcast. Together, we as a community will keep this show visible and our community stronger. Deep gratitude to my friend Tim McClendon of Tim McClendon Music for allowing me to use an excerpt from Interlude 4, a song found on his CD entitled Sundance.